Good day. Welcome to Partakers Podcasts. Welcome also to our Christmas 2019 series, Jesus Christ, the Promised One of God, where we are hearing together some of the prayers, liturgy, and sermons of the Church through history, looking back to that first Christmas day. People of the Christmas Story Joseph betrothed to Mary. And we read from Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to 25. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. This is about Joseph, betrothed to Mary. We meet and learn about Joseph in both Matthew's and Luke's accounts of the birth of Jesus. He's the quiet man in the story. But he's also a spiritual person who wished to live his life and make his decisions in accordance with God's will. Please read Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to 25. Jewish society at that time had an arrangement for approaching marriage called betrothal. It was a kind of engagement period in which the prospective bride and groom lived under the same roof but did not consummate the relationship sexually. That was reserved for their wedding day. Mary was pledged in this way to be married to Joseph. It's likely that he was older than Mary, as there's no mention of him during Jesus' adult ministry. Perhaps he died before Jesus reached the age of thirty, which was when he went public. Joseph's role was secondary to Mary's. Nevertheless, it was an important one. It was also a dangerous role he had to fulfil. First of all, there was the possibility of public rejection and the stigma of Mary's pregnancy during the betrothal period. Then there was the need to travel for registering at Bethlehem, followed by the flight into Egypt when King Herod went on the rampage at the suggestion of a king of the Jews being born. Finally, there was all the caring and providing for the family's welfare, once back safely in Nazareth, a town that had its own social problems. Sometimes Joseph is called the caretaker father of Jesus, 
given the responsibility of protecting and providing for God's son for as long as it was necessary. Joseph had some fine spiritual qualities, and the one we'll look at now is that of his sensitivity. He was sensitive to Mary's needs. He'd heard her side of the story, but even so felt it necessary to divorce Mary because of apparently improper behaviour. But he didn't want to expose her to public disgrace, being, as Matthew put it, a righteous man. Being righteous can sometimes carry a hard edge with it, but not with Joseph. With him it carried a sensitive understanding of Mary's condition and situation. That may suggest that he wanted to believe her story, but he had no way of verifying it. Whatever, Joseph was clearly sensitive to Mary's needs. He wasn't consumed with the selfish and self-justifying attitudes that characterize so much marital and premarital discord in our day. Then he was sensitive towards receiving and responding to God's messengers and beyond that to God himself. When Gabriel came in a dream and confirmed what Mary had told him, he didn't hesitate to accept her and her condition, respecting the situation fully so that there would be no interference with what God was bringing to pass. His sensitivity is described in this way. He took Mary home as his wife, but had no union with her until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. It's most interesting that most of Joseph's guidance came through dreams. Now clearly that was right for him in God's will. But the only certain way to know God's will for our lives is to be familiar with the teaching of Scripture, letting our experience confirm that in practice. We must be sensitive to God speaking to us through his word. Finally, he was sensitive to the situation in which he too was placed, and he wanted to do only what was right in God's eyes. He didn't let the world around him squeeze him into its shape. His actions were not dictated by other people's view of what constituted right conduct. Quite the reverse. Joseph took decisive action as a man of faith and principle. He did what the Lord wanted. We should admire Joseph and follow his sensitive example. Here's another question to think about. Are my attitudes and actions shaped by the world I live in or by the living and enduring Word of God. Thanks for joining us here at Partakers Podcasts. You can also buy our books on Amazon or through pulptheology.com. Come back every day to hear something to encourage you in your walk as a Christian wherever you are in the world in the 21st century. See you later.